You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You're listening to episode number 36 of Living the Dream with Rory O'Malley. If you like the podcast, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Or if you're like me and you can't figure out how to do any of those things, just tell a friend. Thank you. Audition side job, swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hello, dreamers. How are you? Welcome to Living the Dream with Rory O'Malley. That's me. This is the podcast. I am so happy that you're listening, and thank you for downloading. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a great guest this week, Ruben Carbajal, who is the John Lawrence Philip Hamilton in our Hamilton tour. He is as sweet and as nice and as talented as it gets. I got to hear his story of how he found out that he was in Hamilton, and he will explain it to you in this conversation, but it, it involves it being videotaped, him being told this, and I got to watch that video, and it brought me to tears. It is so fantastic, and it's it's mostly something that brought me to tears because I know who he is, and he is someone who has been wanting to be a part of Hamilton before he even knew what Hamilton was, before it even existed. Um, I think you'll know what I mean when you hear his story. He is exactly where he should be. And um, as for the show, we are up and running. We had opening night last week, and as I promised... (laughs) And last week's episode, it was a huge, huge night. Crazy party. Lots of celebrities came. It was so much fun. Um, So many people. Just like, I I don't know, like 800 people at the the party. It felt like the entire theater of 2,400 people came to the party. Um, But uh, Amy Adams was there. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us. Oh my God, I love him. And uh, so, so many really, really exciting actors and people in the Hollywood industry showed up. And yes, it's exciting because they're celebrities and it's fun, but it's also was just so meaningful to us that the Hollywood film and TV community was coming to an opening of a play, that it was that exciting to them. And You know, of course, yes, it's Hamilton, and everyone knows that's the exciting thing right now. But I guess for me, someone who started my theater career in Los Angeles, it's just so exciting to have people be excited about it and and to be in L.A. and not have to beg people to come. (laughs) Believe me, there was a time. Um... But it's it's been a great run so far. The audiences have been crazy, so enthusiastic. And Hollywood is such a wonderful, wonderful place. I can't believe how much it's built up since I moved to L.A. right out of college. My first job was in Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard at the Hudson Theater. There's so much more uh, to do there, so many more people living there. And we're having the best time. So, um yeah, come see us at the Pantages Theater. We're going to be there until the end of December. And Ruben is very excited to be there because LA is his hometown. He is from Westchester, Los Angeles, California. And he is a hometown boy, made good, done good. And uh, he is smiling from ear to ear every day when we're at work, and I'm really proud of him, so happy for him. And this was a wonderful conversation. Please enjoy my talk with Ruben Carbajal. Hi. Hey. How <laughs> you doing? Good. I just had Shake Shack, so my tummy's uh, Okay, happy. immediately, before we do anything, you need to tell this story. I want to hear it. You just tweeted about it, and I was <clears throat> laughing while I was getting food. We're in between shows on a Sunday. Uh-huh. We have one show left, and we've been here for... Just over a week yep. in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. your hometown. Yeah. And you walked into Shake Shack, and what happened? Um, after I had placed my order, um, I was just waiting. And, like, the, the waiting area is not – there's no waiting areas. You kind of just right. 
Stand, you're in a line. You're like sardines, like right. just next to each other. Um, and this guy asked me, he's like, did you see Hamilton? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of played along because I was like curious to see what he had to say. You didn't lie. You have seen it. <laughs> so um, I said, yeah. And he said, oh, did you like it? And I was like, yeah. And I smiled. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I've seen the show four times. So like, and I like pretty much like know all the cast too. And I was like, I like looked at him and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I don't know you. And I don't really know if people know you. You might just be lying. Well, well <laughs> he doesn't know you. Well, right. I mean, that was my first, like... He can't know us too well if he's speaking to one of the leads and he has no idea. So I just, I I was like, oh, and I kind of just like, was like, okay, smiled and and then um, proceeded to tell me that I need to go and see it a couple more times so that I can really get it and get the message and get all the references and, mm-hmm. and the wordplay and whatnot. Um, so like I, from, from that moment when he was like, yeah, I know all the cast. I kind of was just like, Oh, okay. Like, okay. cool. I'm sure you But do. then he like said something really nice. He was like, you should go back and go to the stage door and me and like get the cast to sign your stuff because those cat, th- those people that are in the cast, they're all going to be stars. Aww. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Aww. And so I was like, I just was so like, clueless okay. guy was really I, sweet. Yeah, he was very sweet. He meant well. I, That's I just so think, you nice. know, he just he didn't know, but he wanted to talk to somebody about the show. Yeah, and found you, his uh-huh. line buddy. <laughs> yeah, and didn't realize he was talking to one of the stars of the show. I wonder where his seats were. I don't that know. he like literally couldn't <laughs> Probably, see. It's not like you're on. <laughs> it's not like me. People can have conversations with me and not know I was in the show because yeah. I am like in all uh-huh. that you know wardrobe and yeah. the wig. People don't know I'm in the show all the time, but you, it's you. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't tell him. I didn't, I wasn't. I think that's best. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a little story that I can keep for myself. It's a little story you can keep for yourself <laughs> and all your Twitter followers. And all my 2000 Twitter followers. Nice. Not like you. you have, nice. You have a lot of Twitter followers. Hey, you know, I'm an old man. <laughs> I've really been racking up those, those followers. Um, all right. I'm so glad you're doing this, and I've waited to talk to you until we got to Los Angeles, because this is your hometown. Yeah. You grew up in L.A. Yeah, born and raised. What part? Um, I was born in Redondo Beach, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't I don't know why I was born in Redondo Beach. Maybe <laughs> that's where, like... Just uh, nearest hospital? But, <laughs> but it wasn't, because I lived in Whittier. Oh. I have to ask my mom about that why i was born all the like that's a long you need to get this information <laughs> i'm if anything else from this podcast let's let, let's make a list of questions like why yeah. was i born in redondo beach because that's because okay like even back in 93 traffic was bad like <laughs> way back in 93 yes and you're going from going. whittier to redondo anyway so I why look- why maybe she maybe there's a much more of a story there i mean maybe. it sounds like it wasn't a plan to have you in redondo no, I know I know enough about. So like, just quick side note, like, okay, I was quick. Like, oh, my mom was in labor for like maybe thirty minutes. Wow! And then it was like, hey, what's up? Here he is, ready to go. <laughs> so yeah, I do you have siblings? Yeah, okay, two younger sisters. Two. They were both long. So oh wow! Yeah, so mom. you were the first. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's very rare. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so you're born in Redondo Beach. Yeah. You lived um, in Whittier, though. Mm-hmm, for a couple years. And okay. then we moved to Gardena ah. uh, for a couple years. And then I remember I celebrated my sixth birthday where I live now, which is wow. in Westchester. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I pretty much like, grew up in Westchester. Westchester is like a suburb near LAX. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like right in between like Culver City, Venice, right. Marina del Rey and El Segundo, like it's right. like right there. Yeah, yeah. So you you went to school there, you grew up there, and did um, you do, did you perform there? Is that where you started? I I went to school in El Segundo, um, okay, which is further south. Because um, I went to Catholic school, K through eight. Where and then uh, Saint Anthony. Saint so, Anthony. Yeah, I was actually there today. I went to church there today. That's why you. That's the saint you pray to when you lose things. <laughs> really. Yeah, I'm patron saint of uh, lost items. <laughs> my mom, whenever we lose something in the house, she goes, pray to St. Anthony. Really? Yes. I should probably know that. My God. That's because you guys are at St. Anthony's. You never lose anything. You're already praying to exactly, them all the time. Exactly, 
Um, so yeah, went 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 to school K through eight there, and then um, I went to high school close to downtown LA, um, uh. Loyola High School. It's a Jesuit. Nice. I went to Jesuit school. High School. Wait, really? I went to Saint Ignatius. What? All, was now it all see, boys? this is why we do this podcast. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like like Ryan went to Bellarmine. Yeah, he went to Bellarmine. One of our other cast members, Ryan Vasquez, went to Bellarmine, a all boys Jesuit prep school in San Jose. See, what? I knew I liked you. <laughs> AMDG baby. It's in my bio. <laughs> I did not I see put, that. Well, I, I write the whole thing out. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're hardcore. You were out, did you have that in San Francisco? Yeah. I did not see that. I have a playbill right here. Man, he has a playbill right here. <laughs> look, look at me looking up on my fellow cast members' bios it's while I'm interviewing them. Wow. Yeah. AMDG is, mm-hmm. a, is a Jesuit uh, saying. It's ad majorum de glorium, for the greater glory of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to write that on every single piece of homework. Did you have to write that, AMDG? I, for some. Some. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We would always have to write that in the in the upper right-hand corner yeah. with our name. I, I had to remember that. That's it wasn't so that funny. long ago, but yeah. So, so, you, so how was your experience there? It was awesome. I yeah. loved it. I mean, going from a Catholic school, K through 8, to then going to high school, that transition was like seamless. Like, right. You went um, with a bunch of your friends, your buddies who were in school or no? Um, a couple. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think like three or four of us went to Loyola. Um, my best friend included, who I've known since we were in kindergarten. We met at St. Anthony, went to Loyola High School together, and then went to Cal State Fullerton together. So we, wow. him and I are like, I mean, he's my brother. Oh, His name is Johnny. Cool. Johnny. Yeah. And is he an actor too? Or No. Wow. He did He did Perfect. some of the musicals at Loyola. Right. Um, and then he's actually he actually just graduated from the police academy, LAPD. So, wow. Yeah. He's, uh, That's awesome. He's doing that. It's so great to be able to grow up. Like so many of my friends who I grew up with doing theater and uh, who I'm still very close with aren't in the mm-hmm. business. And it's such a wonderful thing to be grounded yeah. by real people. <laughs> Right. Doing real things, and exactly. that's amazing. So Johnny's going to be a, a good friend to you. And now, he, oh, yeah. he, has he come to see the show yet? He saw it in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. great, great. Yeah, um, loved it. Good. Absolutely loved it. Good. That's great. Yeah. So you you do theater at uh, Loyola? I did theater at Loyola, yeah. I My first, so they do two shows a year. Uh-huh. They do a fall play and a spring musical. Uh-huh. And I remember when I... That's like, the, that's like every high school. It's always a fall yeah. play, spring musical. It's like fall is like... I don't know. And the plays weren't ever like, I mean, there were some funny plays, but it it was usually like pretty like serious. Really? Fall play, like serious drama. Spring musical was fun. You're in town and. Right. Well, they got to sell the tickets, you know? (laughs) They got to get the parents in there. Yeah. Yeah. I I was Colonel Jessup in A Few Good Men. I always remember, I can't, that's the only time I'll ever get to play the same role (laughs) as Jack Nicholson. Um, Well, that's great. So you did, so you did theater there. Yeah, is that I, where you first got your, you know, um, bitten by the bug, the theater bug? Kind of. My my mom made me, and I say made me because I I didn't really want to do it. I really, I really like playing sports. Sure. Um, I played baseball from the age of like three to when I was fifteen. Wow. And I loved it. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was like in fourth grade, she wanted me to audition for the musical at at St. Anthony at my elementary school. Yeah. Um, and it was The Little Mermaid. And I was like, nah, you know, like, I don't, as a 10-year-old, like, nah, I don't really know if that's what I want to do. Right. And she was like, just go, like, you know how to sing. And I had, like, done, like, commercial work before. She's like, you know how to act. Why don't you just put them together and you can do a musical? And I was like, because, like, I'm nervous. And then so she was like, well, just go. So they had the auditions in the church. (laughs) And I remember I cried for really no reason. I I think I was just really nervous. Yeah. scary it, it was it was scary so i actually i booked you booked I, at 10 <laughs> um i played sebastian in the little mermaid man the best uh, part yeah oh yeah loved it um and then after that i kind of did it on my own for like the next couple years yeah. at saint anthony wow um and then when i went to high school i was like okay like that was cool but that was you know junior high elementary school 
now I'm going to play sports. Now you're so, going to be a, an adult yeah. play sports. And um, the first the first sport that came up was football. Right. Which I was 5'2", 100 pounds. Right. <laughs> so I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. Well, it's the f- fall, you know. It's, <laughs> I play I play football too. I talked about this with Jordan. It was like... You know, that's kind of what you're supposed to do yeah. as, as a boy in school. So my mom was like, well, are you going to audition for the fall play? And I'm like, no, mom, like I'm playing football. Like, it's serious. <laughs> and then I got like a couple of concussions and had to miss like a lot of time. You got a couple of concussions? <laughs> yeah, I got two. two what was your position? It was during practice. Like it wasn't even during the game. Wow. Yeah, the first one happened like during hell week. Oh, which, yeah, Hell Week. Yeah. Like, we have Hell Week called Tech Week, but it's a very different thing no when you're con- I mean, in football. You, might, you, could, you could get a concussion if you're not careful, but... That's true. Not like football. It was no. just not for me. Wow. <laughs> but I finished rough. the season. I finished it. I was hurt for a lot of the time. You but, finished with a concussion. Yeah, I mean, the con- wow. like, I, I yeah, took yeah. time off, and it got better, <laughs> and then I got another one, and then that got better. So I don't know. You know, I... I'm just glad you're with us. <laughs> Me too. So is my mom. Survive. But yeah, I remember going and I saw the fall play at the at the school, and then kind of like that was my moment of like, I have to do really? that. Yeah, my you mom. Saw and you're my, like, okay. Yeah, my mom took took me to go see it. She's like, just come with me. Like, let's go see the play. You don't have to like audition. And I was like, okay. And I went to go see it, and then I was like, I oh, I miss it. This is fun. Yeah. No concussions happened no on concussions. that stage. At Nothing all. called Hell Week. <laughs> Tech Week, yeah. but not Hell Week. Yeah. So so how did you end up? You majored it in college at, at yeah. Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, got my BFA in musical theater. Wow. So how did you make that decision to go into it um, in college? Which I, I think is a big decision for a lot of people. It's a, yeah, it was, it was big. And I owe it to a couple people, but mainly um, to one of my good friends, Melvin, uh, Melvin Robert. Um, I was on, did you guys do Kairos? Yes. Kairos yeah. retreat. Yeah. So I was a jun- I went on junior Kairos. Okay. Um, and that's a retreat for, uh, it's a Jesuit yeah, style spiritual retreat. retreat. Spiritual retreat. retreat. You, you all, all talk about your feelings yeah. and yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's actually very lovely. Yeah. yeah. It's very eye opening. Um, and we, we were having a one-on-one session. Right. Uh, it was like super late. Like we were just kind of talking and then it, it kind of led to like, oh, well, what do you want to do in college? And I was a junior, so I kind of was already thinking about, right. okay, this school, maybe that school. Do I want to stay in state? Do I want to go out of state? Um, and so Melvin was like, well, why don't you like do theater? And I was like, is that – you can – oh, oh, you can do – oh, you, you can do – You were like, you didn't know I it was didn't an really, option. No, I, I thought it was kind of like a hobby. Like, right. I'll major in engineering and then do theater on the side. Right. I didn't. I didn't know. So, I was like, "Oh, well, do you have to like audition?" He's like, "Well, some schools yes, some schools no." But he's like, "Why don't you just like look into it?" And I was kind of skeptical because my my parents were kind of encouraging me to go into something quote unquote secure. Of course. Um, like because they love you exactly. They that's what me loving parents successful. should be uh-huh. doing. <laughs> so um, I had my sights set like to to go and I don't know get a degree in something else. Right. Um, but we were talking and he was like, "You you have talent and you have something inside of you that not a lot of people have." And he's because he was he was the choreographer for the first couple shows, so I got to work with him and. Wow. Um, he got to see me perform and whatnot. Um, so yeah, he said that and I was like, okay, well I'll think about it. Like I'll talk to my parents. He's like, okay, but just make sure that it's coming from you. Like you want to do what you want to do and not to, not anything against your parents, but it's a decision that you have to make. Right. And I was like, wow. Okay. So yeah, I like went to school that next week and sat down with the director of the, of all the shows and he kind of gave me some schools to look at. And um, they were mostly, actually, they were all in California. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't looking to go far away from home. Sure. Um, I'm kind of a mama's boy, and yeah. I, was, I didn't want to leave. Yeah. You're living at home right now, right? Yeah. yeah. That is mama's boy. I'm telling so you. So amazing. <laughs> 
I really wish I could live at home while I'm doing <laughs> Hamilton. No, I mean, that's that's fantastic. You're yeah. close with your family. Uh-huh. You knew that you wanted to stay nearby. And mm-hmm. honestly, Southern California is so beautiful and amazing. Yeah. There's a lot. It's that, hard to, that, to go somewhere else. Yeah. There's a, and there's a lot that it offers, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I auditioned at UCLA and I, did, I auditioned at Cal State Fullerton. Um, applied to 10 other schools. Uh, didn't get into any of them except for Cal State Fullerton. Wow. So my decision was kind of made for me. Great. Um, which at the time it kind of felt like ugh, like a state school. Like I don't really know much about this school and it's in Fullerton, which is hot. And right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out in the, I mean, not in the middle of nowhere, but it's just far. Well, compared to being in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went and... It was, I mean, that, that, I think that was the best place I could have yeah. learned what about the business, about, mm-hmm. about my craft, about just things in general. Yeah. I think. I think, well, also, you know, I mean, my school was in Pittsburgh. It's good to be taken away from the epicenter of the, the business mm-hmm. and to just kind of focus on yourself yeah. and your craft. And obviously you're not that far mm-hmm. from here anyway, but you know, and how nice to have the decision made for you. I think sometimes people focus so much on getting into every school yeah. when at the end of the day, as with every decision, the universe just kind of unfolds for you yeah. and shows you where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And if you make the most of your education, wherever you end up, you're going to be successful. Exactly. You can go to the greatest school in the world and completely waste it. Yeah. So just make the most of wherever you go and mm-hmm. you'll wind up at Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that was a big lesson that I learned, yeah. especially there. I mean, I, I was, was it a hard school? Like, did you were you really challenged there? Yeah, you, it was tough. Yeah. Um, it's a cut program. Oh wow! So there were about eighty of us that started, um, right. and then um, at the end of freshman year, they cut down to forty. Wow! And then I mean, there weren't like eighty people trying to audition for the program because after freshman year, kind of went through people decided it wasn't for them yeah, people yeah, yeah. dropped sure. out on their own so but i think it was still a good 55 to 60 people so you had to kind of audition for your sophomore year yeah for my sophomore year wow. for the musical theater class I see. um so i i made that cut and then in the middle of sophomore year they went from 40 to 20 and then wow. at the end of sophomore year they went from 20 to 12 wow yeah so i you went through I'm, all of those yeah, cuts I, that's a lot blessed to to have made it into that program um i learned so much just from freshman year to the end of sophomore year i think i i learned just so much about myself and but also like i i didn't grow up with musical theater like in my house Uh, we we went to go see like the lion king uh we saw fiddler Mm -hmm. um actually here at the pantages which is really yeah but um it wasn't part of my like everyday thing um so when i went to college all these people were talking about all these actors and shows that i've i had never heard of and i i was like kind of like embarrassed that i didn't know so i really took the time to like they were just a bunch of show queens who were like talking about (laughs) patty lapone all the time is that what you mean okay and i was like who it was me it was me okay (laughs) Uh, no yeah no i know what you mean it's like that's not what your everyday experience was you weren't in the epicenter of that but that's also what you bring so much to a theater program because you aren't just the same cookie cutter person who's coming in, who's Mm -hmm. just listened to cast recordings (laughs) forever. I mean, that's probably why you're somebody who could be in Hamilton. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And especially since musical theater is changing, you need to have people in programs like that who have all different kinds of backgrounds. But I can understand that that would make you feel a little isolated. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of like a wake up call. I was like, okay, well, I I don't know as much as these pe- as these people, but I am majoring in this, so I should probably study it. You know, right. not I don't have to be the most savvy when it comes to musical theater, but right, you don't I have to know every know. piece of trivia, but you wanna you, you wanna know, know even your stylistically, basics. like when I'm going into on, an audition, like what should I sing? That sure. that was part of that learning yeah. process too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you were challenged there. You make it through to the end of four years mm-hmm. after all those cuts, which I imagine has got to be very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was like it was very stressful. Everyone was always on edge, and um, I made sure I 
kept myself busy away from the theater yeah. as well. So I I joined a, a dance club. I was in um, Ballet Folklorico of Cal State Fullerton. Really? Yeah. Uh, which is Mexican folk dancing when they dance with like the big hats and no way. big pretty dresses. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that since I was like a kid and like, I, I love it. Oh my it. God. I want to see you do that. I probably have video of it somewhere. Oh, you probably do. I'm going to make sure <laughs> that you do. That's amazing. But yeah. So I did that my freshman year. Uh, sophomore year, I actually joined a fr- uh, fraternity. Oh, so, wow. Which, yeah. which fraternity? Pi Kappa Alpha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, it was... It's just a frat, right? Is yeah. there like is a specific kind of frat or social? Just frat, just, just yeah. social, social. Just social. One of those. Bought oh, okay. my friends. Okay. Uh, purchased my my friendship, but no, no, no. It was it was a good way to yeah. to have friends outside of the program. Yes. I was. I think I was the only person in the theater department that was in a fraternity. Like yeah. there was probably like one other person that. Yeah, that's a lot to juggle because that like being a fraternity has yeah. a lot of responsibilities too. Yeah. Like you have to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah, but, but you got a lot out of your college experience. <laughs> yeah. More than I did. Yeah. Um, you're actually the second graduate of Cal State Fullerton. Do you remember I had my friend Lindsay Brill on who graduated from the nursing program? Really? Yeah. Yeah. She had she had her um, her graduation cap on. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember. If you saw it, she had a, the, the Schuyler sisters all with nurses hats on it. And you, I think you commented on it. Oh, and yes. She, and, she, and she was graduating from Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, this podcast has a lot of Cal State Fullerton grads. I just hey. think that's pretty cool. Um, so you got out of college uh, mm-hmm. when? Last week? When was this? 2015. Oh, God. May Here of we 2015. go. Here we go. Um, this is when I remember how old I am. And yes, this is a theme of, of the podcast now. Because I, as I said to Jordan last week, I was like, I've kind of waited to get to know you guys a little bit more before I have an hour-long conversation about yeah. your experience in the business because... I needed to figure out where you came from and like what this, you know, like I've been mm-hmm. observing you guys. Yeah. You just graduated in 2015. I don't know if that feels like a long time ago to you, if you <laughs> still feel like a long period of time, but that is yesterday to me. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, I've been long, I've been married longer than you have been out of college, you know, and I'm a newlywed for God's sake. So... You find yourself out of school in 2015, uh-huh. and did you go to Los Angeles immediately? I mean, you were you were living in Los Angeles, but did you decide were you going to go to New York? What was your first moves out of college? Um, I auditioned for a show when I was graduating. It was I think it was like either the week after I graduated or like the week before. I, I was auditioning for In the Heights at mm. um, a dinner theater. In Claremont. Nice. Yeah. Now, wait, did they do any kind of showcase? Did they you did do... a showcase. They did one in New York. In New York. Okay. Uh-huh. So we got to go to New York, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, I saw like a ton of shows that time and it was just, I yeah. didn't see Hamilton because that was, it was actually at the public Oh wow. um, when I was there right. and I was like trying to get tickets, but you know. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I had to beg. <laughs> I had to beg. Luckily I went to college with Leslie. That's the only reason I got in and I was on like a wait list and it was, oh. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I got in. But you, so you went and you did a showcase there, but mm-hmm. you decided to come back and you were going to be in LA. Yeah, or nothing really like, happened at the showcase. Nothing um, happened at mine either. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Really? I moved at, yeah, I went, I went to the showcase with Carnegie Mellon uh-huh. in New York and had crickets, zero. No one wanted to talk with me. Yeah. And then I went to LA and one person wanted to work with me. So I said, all right, well, I'll give LA a chance. Yeah. It's another one of those things oh, where wow. the universe says, like, exactly. try this. And you're yeah. just like, okay, great. You made the decision for me, universe. Yeah. So you came back to L.A. Mm-hmm. and you auditioned for a show at Claremont Dinner Theater in yeah. the Heights. Candlelight. Yeah. Candlelight. Was, yeah. It's in Claremont. It's I see. Candlelight. I, see. Um, yeah. I think I saw some footage of this. Yes. I posted it the other yeah, day. Yeah. Uh-huh. So good. Yeah. So I, I, I booked that show. So that, it's in the Inland Empire, like off the 60, like super far, like right. far from LA. So I decided to stay in Orange County for, for as long as the run was. Yeah. Um, and I did that show. Um, and then finished that show and I was like, cool. Like I have this show under my belt. I, I feel good just about getting into a room and, and auditioning. I knew that I wasn't 
going to book everything that I auditioned for because that never happened. So I um, kept auditioning. I I auditioned for some regional stuff. Um, and then I got asked to do... I, I got asked to be in the ensemble of My Fair Lady at Musical Theater West, mm. uh, which is like one of a few equity houses right. here in SoCal. Right. And it's in Long Beach. Right, right, right. Um, okay. So... Yeah, so I stayed in Fullerton, like commuted to Long Beach, which wasn't that bad. Um, that's where I got my EMC card. Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your EMC card, that's when you start racking up the points? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I did that, and then um, that that took me to like the end of 2015. Uh-huh. Um, so then 2016, I was like, well, I should. Pr- I got a new agent. Okay. Um, and I was like, I should probably move back to LA because they wanted to send me on a lot of stuff for TV and film, Sure, which is all out here. So yeah. um, moved back to LA. Um, my dad has his own business. He's a um, buyer and seller and manufacturer of uh, wood finishing products. Wow. So like stains and like stuff to make wood shiny and make it suitable for, for like furniture and, and whatnot. He makes the products. Yeah, he sells the product. He, he buys and sells. So like, wow. he's 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 a reseller, but he also like they mix custom stains and they mix custom right. paints for for furniture and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. So um, he was like, I need somebody to like answer phones and do paperwork, and I was like, Well, I'll do that. So I I moved That's home. Amazing. Worked for my dad um, for all of last year, um, and just was auditioning, like going in and out. Right. I I think last year I went on something like. 60 auditions wow um, 60 in a year yeah yeah it was a lot of wow a lot of that's really great though because oh, people yeah. don't realize how hard it is just to get in a room mm-hmm. and i mean maybe you were showing up to some like open calls and, and doing that too but 60 is a lot i mean my agents are they they help me get into many many rooms like yeah they're, they're awesome i love that's them. remarkable um and how great that you're working at your dad's company as mm-hmm. your side job yeah I mean, so many people. So I mean, my side jobs in LA were, oof. yeah. So Some any, of them were a little had... shady. <laughs> so it's it's how great to like be working in a family business. Yeah. Anytime I had an audition, I was like, "Hey, Dad, like I had this audition for this," and he's like, "Right, go, just go." So wow. it was it was awesome. That's perfect. Um, and I learned a lot just about auditioning in general. Yeah. Because I was going on so many, and um, at times it felt kind of overwhelming because I would go on like. 20 auditions and not hear anything like not even like a yeah let's have you back for for this no it's just kind of like all right like i'm just paying my dues i'm paying my dues right Um, you have it's 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 hard and i don't know if you've i'm still learning how to do it but uh letting go of any feelings after you leave an audition yeah like you go in you do it and you never hear from them again and Mm -hmm. sometimes you really want it and you have to resist that urge to be like can we call them and talk to them about it and see (laughs) what they think i don't know about you but when i first started auditioning i would tell my mom about every audition yes i'd be like oh my god i'm gonna go in for this tv show mom (laughs) she'd be like oh that's my favorite uh I'm going to call up Aunt Janice, you know, like, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, okay. And then you never hear from that exactly. TV show again. And you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about I it. I had that same thing happen. Just yeah. kind of like, eventually it kind of just got to, oh, I'm auditioning for like this little thing. When I was like auditioning for like Bones or yeah. like NYPD Blue or something like that. Yeah. Some NYPD show. Blue. <laughs> Is that a reboot I don't know about? <laughs> um, yeah. No, you, you kind of start to be like wanting to protect yourself and your family yeah. from the amount of rejection yep. that you have to consume. Yeah, because they, they would take it harder than I would yeah. take it. Um, yeah. Like one of my first auditions in L.A. was for Bones, actually. That's why yeah. I brought it up. But um, I got a callback, and it was like a same-day callback. So I was like at the office, and I, I was like, Dad, like I got this callback. And he's like, go, go, go. like <laughs> Run! Yeah, like go, just do it. And then like we waited, and like my parents we're always like checking in like did you hear anything i'm like no yeah. like it probably didn't work out and they're like just keep at it like don't give up and i'm like i'm not like <laughs> i've gone on 10 since that <laughs> right so you know and they're like they're like encouraging words are kind of like i know i am not giving up don't <laughs> tell me uh, you know yeah. like uh-huh. like it's hard because you don't want to take your family on the journey of the hard parts yeah it's exactly. it's rough yeah 
Um, 60 <laughs> auditions, though, in 2016. <laughs> when did one of them happen to be for Hamilton? Uh, April. April. April of 2016. So early on. In, yeah. In, in, was it in Los Angeles? Yeah, I went to the open. That one, I went to the open call. Oh, wow. Um, I, my, one of my first meetings with my agents before um, I signed with them, Yeah. they were like, well, what do you like? What do you like? What do you want to do? What do you want to go in for? And I was like, number one, Hamilton. Number two, any like regional production of In the Heights. I love that show. Yeah. Um, and as far as musical theater, that was kind of the extent of it. Um, I was like, anything that you come across that looks like fun, send it my way. But Hamilton In the Heights, I love. Like, so I would love to be a part of them. Right. Like, okay. So I remember they were like, hey, like, we're having trouble trying to get you in the room. They're they're not really, they they're not taking that. Yeah. Well, especially being yeah. out in L.A., they only have a limited amount of time exactly. in L.A. Uh-huh. So getting an appointment, mm-hmm. as they would call it, like when you get when you get an appointment when you're an actor, it means that you have a scheduled time mm-hmm. to audition. Mm-hmm. But when you're at an open call, it's basically you're showing up with just a hope and a prayer that yeah. somebody will watch you perform an audition. Mm-hmm. So you showed up. Yeah, it was at, it was close to here, actually. It was at United Methodist Church. Oh, yeah. Which is like across the street from, I think, the Dolby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've auditioned for something. That, I think I auditioned for Spelling Bee there. Really? Years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I got there like at 6.30 in the morning. Um, there were already like 80 people in line. Um, wow. And I think sign-ups started at 10, So and then auditions started at 11, and I think they said they were going to go to like 4. So like, okay, I need to be there early, so that's why I got there so early. Yeah. Um, like a, th- a thousand people showed up. Oh my god! Um, I think they saw about seven hundred. It was crazy. It went from sing oh, sing sixteen bars, and we'll provide an accompanist to then sing twelve bars a cappella. Wow. And I was like, ah, ah. wow, because they were like, uh, they were just trying to see yeah. if we if we have to go through the music with each exactly person with the piano player, we'll never get through. Yeah. It's so, almost turned into like American Idol. Yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. Wow. Because after I sang that first time, they like gave me a red ticket and I went to another room and sang You're again. going to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're already in Hollywood, <laughs> but you know. It was, it was interesting. Um, wow. I, yeah, that, that was, I don't even know who I was singing for. Like, it could have been a casting like assistant. It could have been. Right. Just like someone that worked for Telsey. I don't know. Right. You but, don't remember who it was? No. Well, I mean, that uh-huh. happens all the time, especially in a situation like that, where you don't know who's behind the table. Yeah. They don't introduce themselves to you right. because nobody has time for that. Yeah. So you can, you'll go back to your agent and be like, they'll be like, how was it? Did you meet so-and-so? And you're like, no, I, I, I just did what I can yeah. do and walked out of the room. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy that you went to an audition with a thousand people. And here you are. Like, yeah. have you ever thought about what if I didn't wake up that morning? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for you, it's kind of like, of course you woke up that oh, morning. Oh, yeah. There was no question. And you, the funny thing is that I almost wasn't able to go to that really? audition. Why? Um, I was in final callbacks for um, American Idiot at a regional theater. Right. Um, and I was like, they were like, 10 people still to fill, I think, six parts. So I was like, my odds are pretty good. No one here really looks like me. So, you know, I have that going for me. Um, And I remember I put on my conflict sheet, April 16th was the date of the Hamilton audition. And I put April 16th, unavailable all day, because I didn't know how long I was going to have to be at that audition. And they were like, can you, can, is this flexible? And I was like, "Ah, not really. You know, like, what is it for? And I was like, I'm going to an open call. <laughs> right. So Did you say what for or were you just like, I, I said it was for Hamilton, but right. I knew that all of LA was probably going to. Sure. So um yeah, so I, I didn't I didn't book that show, um, which well, ended up God. being a blessing. Yeah. Um because I was able to then go to the next day of, of auditions, which that those were the agent appointments uh, was that next day and I, I got an appointment. Right. Um so From yeah. that open call, they said, okay, you mm-hmm. can go see the team. Yeah. 
And not even the team. It was yeah. it was just for one person with the video camera. Uh, I sang like general male songs, Dear Theodosia and uh, Washington on Your Side. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. Did yeah. you know, though, that you were going to be going in for John Lawrence Phillips? Hamilton. I knew that I wanted to go in for okay. Lawrence Phillip, but I... Sure. Um, you were like, I'll take what I can get, but yeah. like, you knew this was the best part for you. Yeah. I mean, this is the part for you. It's my favorite. It's my favorite part in the show. So I'm, even when I... Right. Before I was auditioning, I was like, I love that part. Like, I would love to yeah. play that part. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you hadn't seen it before you came to rehearsals, right? I saw it in November. Okay. Um... It was like it was the day before my last callback I had before I booked the show. Right. Um, yeah, I finally got to see it. So. Oh, good. It was actually uh, Chris Jackson's last show. I wasn't in it. No, you weren't. You. Th- weren't. I missed. I, I never, can't believe that. I never saw you do it. I even when we were in rehearsals. That upsets yeah. me because <laughs> I have literally missed eight shows out of five hundred, and you were at one of them. <laughs> That's yeah. That's crazy. That's right. yeah, I, I know I wasn't at his last show because I was at Gary Marshall's funeral in Los Angeles. Oh. So I was so bummed, but I said my goodbyes to him a few mm-hmm. days before, but that must have been a really special show. Oh my gosh. I sat next to uh, Joe Furman. Oh, wow. Who's, yeah, one of the producers yeah. of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at the end of one last I, time... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you already know you had this job? No. Oh, no, I had wow. my... I, I had like my callback the next day. Okay, yeah. so 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 let's let's before we get back to you seeing Chris Jackson's yes. last show. So you see the in April you get to perform for the person on videotape, uh-huh. and then two weeks go by, uh-huh. uh, and then they asked me to go to New York, right? Um, to audition, which was in November or no, oh in April. Uh, okay, actually in May. In May, so yeah, they're like, was... come to New York in May. And and I'm you don't have to tell me this, but did they say like we'll pay for you to come here, or they were like no, this is an oh, okay. The the first time I went, they were like you know, there's a spot for you if you yeah, find yourself exactly. here. Make so it I said I have a credit card and <laughs> I'm gonna use it. So I paid for myself to right. go. I have friends that live in the city. Yeah, yeah. So I I stayed on on somebody's couch for I was there for ten days that wow. time that I went. Um, it was in May. Um, the the first callback was the only guaranteed audition that I had there. My agents were like, um, I, "We would suggest buying a one way ticket because your your first audition is on on a Tuesday, and if you, if they like you, they'll call you back on that Thursday. Um, but then final callbacks aren't until the following Tuesday, so just kind of go and." You know, hopefully, right. you know kind of what you're doing <laughs> once you right. audition. So, and was this specifically for the LA, San Francisco? LA it was for tour? Chicago, actually. For Chicago, yeah, got it. It was for Chicago. So, um, I had I had that first callback. I yeah. did the second callback, which now by this time I was in the room with Alex Lockmore uh, and Tommy Kale, right. and then I had my uh, dance call with uh, Stephanie Clemens and uh, Andy Blankenbuehler. And then I made it to the final callbacks um, for the show, and Lynn was actually in the room, wow. which that was it was it's it was a blur, right? But I also remember feeling really good about my audition. What you did, yeah, because I didn't know he was going to be in there, right? Well, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So one of my favorite pictures of all time that you've shared is you at the stage door for In the Heights. Yeah, here here uh-huh. in Los Angeles yep. in your hometown and uh, Lynn came out to play the part mm-hmm. here what does it mean to what did it mean for you to see him doing in the heights back then and what does it mean for you to be a part of this now um well I, I mean I've said this before and it, when I saw in the heights it was really like the first time that I was able to picture myself in a show like mm-hmm. in a musical as Ruben as a right. as a Latino, as a son of an immigrant, and um, it was the first time that I was like, I can totally do that. Like I can, yeah. I can, I I talk like them, I I dance like them. Like right. I could, I could be in that show. Yeah, and that was when I was a junior in college. I think I was, I mean, in college in high in school. High school. Right. Um. So that whole thing about talking to 
Melvin about yeah. if this was what I really wanted to do. When I saw that, it was just like solidified tenfold. Like, so it was kind of like a perfect storm of, yeah. of, you know, somebody saying like, you can do this in college and then seeing Lynn and, mm-hmm. and the, that show. It was yeah. like, oh, there's people telling my story or making roles that would be my voice. Yeah. And then the fact that I got to see Lynn do that part. Yeah. Um, it was and you just, met him afterwards and you have this yeah. picture with him. Uh-huh. Which I'll put up. I'll put up. I'm gonna get yes. that picture and put it out with this. Yes, and it, it's so great because you can see the joy uh-huh. in your face. Oh and, yeah, I was on. Um, I was on cloud nine. So all of a sudden, just in your first year out of college, you're in an audition and Lynn's there. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how did you feel? Was it just so surreal that it was hard to take in, or? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was a dream come true in and of itself. Just. To be even there. be in a room with with him auditioning, yeah. it just felt um, like like things were happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when I was when I was still in college, I was a senior, the January before I graduated. Um, I did a master class with Mandy Gonzalez wow. um, in Orange oh County. Oh my god, I love Mandy. So She's much. awesome. She ah, beautiful human being. Yes, uh, and I I did a master class. It was an audition workshop, and so we we brought in a song and sang the song, and then she kind of you know worked with us and said like gave us good notes, notes stuff that we could work on. Um, and I sing I sing this song called uh, "If I Told You Now" by Jason Robert Brown. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And she really liked it. We we connected and then we got to talking and I gave her a headshot and resume and she was like oh you did it in the heights and I was like yeah because I had done a, a production when I was a junior in college oh, in okay. the heights um, so we kind of talked about that a little bit and then I remember her saying um, that when I it was just about notes about my, about the audition to raise the stakes a little bit and she kept talking about okay this is what you need to to do and um it was stuff that was not related to how my voice sounded or or how my acting was it was just my energy and then i remember she said um when you get into a room like with with lynn or with tommy kale or alex lackamore you're gonna need to show that you have a fire inside your your being and i remember when she said that, I was she like... She said, like, when you get in a room yes, with them. Yes, And so she's, like, speaking to you about yes. this experience you're about to have. Exactly. Wow. So when she said that to me, it, it just... It felt so distant. Yeah. It felt like... I was like, oh, wow. Like, in my wildest dreams, I would love to be in a room right. like like that. Yeah. So when it actually happened, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, Mandy? it's happening. Mandy. Mandy. Where are you? It's happening. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so I I kept in contact with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was keeping her updated with Hamilton, and and that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh, that's great, awesome, and she's so supportive. And yeah, um, at my final dance call, which was in November. Okay, um, this is back to when you were seeing the show. It's Christopher right, right, right. last uh-huh. show. Okay, yeah. Um, I remember right before the dance call, I was like kind of nervous because I I you know I'd already been in four times before yeah, and they had already yeah. they told me no right for, for chicago for chicago right but they have you they have you on a list yeah mm-hmm. and, it, and it, the thing like this it's like once you're on a list keep showing up don't mm-hmm. get discouraged yeah. just because they're putting together a puzzle with a bunch of other pieces and because you just because you weren't the right piece for chicago doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not a good piece yeah I had, to, I had to tell myself that. Yeah, yeah. It can be really discouraging. Yeah, it was tough. To was get tough. that close and be like, oh, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But there are 75 companies of Hamilton <laughs> being put together, you know? And when you're young, yeah. you know, it's like it can feel like total rejection. But mm-hmm. it's not about you. You wouldn't be in that room with all those people if you couldn't do it. It's just about who's right with this other group of people. Right. So yeah. you you're back there in November. Yeah, I was I was at um, Pearl Studios, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, about to go in for the dance call, and who else but Manny Gonzalez walking by? Just I don't know what she was doing there. I don't. I have no idea. But we had to. Sometimes we had to have um, 
uh, music rehearsals there. Okay. So maybe we maybe. Just, they had a they had a rehearsal room for the music rehearsals. I don't know. Maybe she was by or herself. She was teaching. She could you know be doing oh, a workshop yeah. there. But she walked by and I was like Mandy and she like she recognized me like gave me a huge hug and was like. Uh, she, so she was like, are you, what are you here for? And I was like, Hamilton. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, break so many legs. Like, Aww. just, just know that like you have a big fan and, and I believe in you. And I was like, I'm going to go kill this dance audition now. And I yes. did. And I was like, ah, oh, yes. So yeah, it's just kind of like, I, God put pieces in front of me to right. kind of ease my nerves and also kind of guided me into where to go i mean you have little little angels yeah in the form of mandy gonzalez and <laughs> that's that's amazing yeah you know to yeah. have had such a great connection with in the heights mandy and then going into a show that is written and by and created by the same team of people who inspired you to be an actor yeah. i feel like that's a very common thing within our cast because you guys are so young that so many of you were inspired by in the heights mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's amazing you know i yeah. mean it's it's a beautiful beautiful story so you get the job in november yes what what did that feel like when you got well, that news i i found out the day i got back from new york oh really so, yeah so um, you left new york not knowing right i got on a plane early in the morning like got back to la it was like two o'clock local time right and i got a i got a call from the voiceover department at my agency and they were like hey um we came across this mcdonald's commercial in spanish it's it's gonna be like pretty big and we want you to come in for it and i was like geez like okay uh it's two o'clock i like haven't showered because right. <laughs> i rolled out of bed in new york got right. on a plane came yeah, home yeah. and then my agent's calling me like hey are you gonna take this what's going on like we haven't heard from you and I was like, uh, I'm still on a plane. Like I was, st- we were still like going to the gate, like right. rolling to the gate. And I right. was like, I'm still on a plane. She's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I thought you came back yesterday. And I was like, no, I'm just getting back right now. She's like, well, can you come in for this? And I'm like, uh, yes, I, I will. I'll, I'll go in for it. If you guys think that's I'm how right you get it. to 60 auditions in a year, <laughs> you show up. Yeah. So, um, they were like, okay, we'll tell voiceover that you're, that you're coming. Um, and I was like, do me a favor. Can can you guys send me the the sides? Because it's in Spanish. You know, I'm I'm fluent, but I'm I need practice. Like, yeah. Especially for a voiceover audition. Yeah. So I remember they they emailed me like this like paragraph of of McDonald's. I don't even remember what it was. And I get home and I'm like, my mom's like, oh my gosh, how are you? How was it? Like, I'm telling her about the show. I'm telling her about my audition. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to leave because I have to go do. A, a voiceover audition. Right. She's like, what? She's like, you just got back. And I'm like, I know, mom, I got to go. So I go to to um, my agency and uh-huh. um, I get there and I see my my theatrical agents who, who is like my team. Right. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, Ruben, like, welcome back. How'd it go? Talk to us about it. Like, I think voiceover, they, there's a lot of people there. So just come in and talk to right. us. So I'm like talking to them and it's like my entire team. And I was like, everybody's everybody's curious about how my last audition went. So I'm like, you know, like telling them like it was tough and but I saw Manny Gonzalez and it was a sign and da da da. She gave me a blessing. Right, right, right. Exactly. So I'm like t- I'm talking in the middle of telling them about how just how crazy it is going back in for it. Yeah. And um my agent goes, uh, oh my gosh, I have bad news. And I was like, Oh my gosh! Don't tell me that they that Telsey like emailed my agents and was like, "Sorry, he didn't get the job." It's not going while I'm here, right? Um, and she said, um, uh, "Your voiceover, voiceover audition, over audition, audition got got canceled." And oh my gosh, I thought you were going to tell me something else, like about Hamilton. She's like, "No, for that I actually have good news because you booked it." And I was like, "I I started crying." They filmed it, like because they they, filmed it. Yes, they knew it. They knew it was. They knew. They set you up. At a, yeah. They're like, you never had a voiceover audition. We just wanted to get you here. <laughs> you never had a voiceover no. audition? No, they they got me to the office just so they could tell me in person because they were that excited. Wait, can you tell me who they are? Like, what? Are you still with them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with Abrams. Oh, um, my God. Pam, is- Pam Fisher, Fumata, Kamara. Oh. Um, Abrams LA, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's so great. Yeah. They're, that's, that's the kind of... Um, I don't know. I, I, like some, I, I, 
my I'm not with the, these agents anymore, but my Broadway debut, they told me over a voicemail <laughs> that I got it. <laughs> They're like, oh, and you got it. So can you give me some of your information that I'm be contacting you? That's how I found out I was going to oh. make my Broadway debut. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> no, they didn't call me in with a big fake voice. And they were, I was like, oh my gosh, like you guys pulled me here. Like, what is this McDonald's thing? They're like, it's fake. Like, even the sides are fake. And I was like, why did it have to be in Spanish? <laughs> Why here, couldn't it just here, be? You're like literally working on I, and, it. And it was funny because I was practicing with my mom, like going uh-huh. over the the sides and saying things in Spanish. And my mom, I'm like, I'm nervous about it. Like, I don't know if if I sound, you know, authentic enough. Right, sure. And my mom's like, what do I always tell you? Like, you have to practice your Spanish. Like, <laughs> like you're like getting me. into a fight. Yeah, exactly. She's like, it's not just about the Mexican dancing. You need. <laughs> To know the language <laughs> exactly. Oh so, my god! So so yeah. so, you find out you, that's the best story. Uh-huh. I can't. That, those are great agents that they They're actually awesome. I love them so much. know the weight of that moment mm-hmm. and want to experience it with you. Yeah, that's that's a very special, beautiful thing. Um, then all of a sudden you you're moving to New York mm-hmm. to rehearse a show, and so like, how did that? feel was it just like the craziest holidays ever because you were just basically yeah it it was so (laughs) it was so humbling because i i found out that i booked it and then the next day i went to work like went to my my dad's shop sure and went about my everyday life right knowing that i had this to go to in a couple months right but i still had to do show up for life finish you know yeah Exactly. Yeah. So those next couple months were just like, I I remember I would wake up and I'd just be like smiling. I'd just be Uh, like, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Um, And it was just like, everything felt like it was falling into place and Mm -hmm. I was really building what I needed to build and what I had been working on since the beginning of the year with with auditioning like crazy. And um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was awesome. Surreal. Yeah, surreal. And exactly. so now, here you are. We've, we've been doing the show for over five months now in San mm-hmm. Francisco, and now we're here in Los Angeles, and you're back home. Yeah. And you're you're staying at home. Yep. What does it feel like to perform in Los Angeles and for family and friends and to be at the Pantages? It's, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced Mm. um the like joy i feel to be able to do the show for people that live in la and that are fans of of the show but also fans of just what a revolutionary piece of work that this has been right just like like that really is where i just feel so lucky to be doing what I'm doing and um I I've seen a lot of shows here at the Pantages and now to be on the stage sharing the story with people that are in the position that I was when I was in high school or it it's like surreal like I I still am trying to wrap my head around it um and I have a calendar where I have when people are coming and it is Full. like yeah. it is packed yeah um because all my family and my all my friends are here and um that that is like the most impactful thing is to have my family and friends come see what i've been working right. so hard on um and they some most of them don't usually see theater they don't they they know that i act and they know that other stuff that I've been in um but when they see when they come and see the show and they see the impact that it has Mm -hmm. and when they see the people going crazy for it right that's when they really process what's what's going on yeah yeah so I love that I live for that moment of well it's also like what we were saying when you said that you didn't have musical theater around you 
so much as a kid. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you, you know, like your family and friends are surrounded by. Mm -hmm. And so this is a show that is kind of, for a lot of different groups of people, awakening them to the power of theater and, and what it is to tell a story live on a stage with music. Mm -hmm. And how awesome that what Lynn gave you, Mm -hmm. you are now giving to other kids in Los Angeles, you know? How many Rubens are coming to the show and saying like, whoa, I can do this. I think about that all the time. And when when it's when I'm tired and my voice is tired and or my knee hurts or something, Mm -hmm. like that's what I look to for motivation and, and for inspiration to keep doing what I'm doing. Because the the show is great by right. itself it's great but it needs the vehicle to tell the story right um and so the the fact that i get to i'm so honored to to be that i mean it's just like you said like i i hope that i can inspire somebody even half as much as how lynn inspired me in the same house and i really yeah I'm just so grateful. And you got to hang out with him a little bit this week? Yeah, briefly. Opening. Briefly. He was very busy. I mean, he was. You probably yes, saw or he was. didn't see. A lot of people didn't even see him. Yeah, it was just, I know. Yeah. I know. He was but, He was in and out. But, um, um, after after the show, I, I came back to my dressing room and I um, started getting ready and putting on my shirt and tie. And um, I was probably in here for like 20 minutes. And I walk out and as I'm like about to leave... Right before I saw you, actually. Yeah. Because um, we walked over to the party. Right. Uh huh. Lynn runs up the stairs and he just like is right in front of me and he looks at me and he just gives me that look of like, thank you and also come here. And he like gives me a huge hug. Um, said we exchanged a couple things. And yeah. I, I was, I was not starstruck, but I was like so amazed by the fact that he was standing right there. Yeah. Um, but I was like, thank you. Thank you so much for, for all of this. Yeah. It's, it's been awesome. Well, I have a feeling you're going to be able to have many other moments with Lynn. And, and, you know, this is the beginning of a really great career. And I think that you, as I have said to Jordan and so many other of this cast who are, you know, this is their first major job. This is like such a huge deal. Mm-hmm. But you're handling yourself so well and you're so professional you're so grateful and I'm so grateful that that you young kids in the show <laughs> are are coming to work every day knowing how special this is. No one is over it. No one is 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 mistreating this opportunity. And uh, it makes it makes my heart swell. I've learned a lot from watching you and and the rest of the cast. So I'm I'm very grateful for you talking to me today. Well, I'm grateful for you. I Thank mean, you. we I if I didn't have someone like you, I seriously I don't know. You you've taught me so much just about how what it means to be professional and what it means to to be a working actor and you're awesome. You're Probably awesome. by not being professional. You're like that's what's <laughs> not to do. Which by the way, I do have to apologize formally. I don't think we've ever really spoken about this, but I'm always trying to make you laugh on stage <laughs> at a moment during Farmer Refuted. You uh-huh. see me while I'm backstage and um I've actually always done that to the John Lawrence. So, um I it's just it. kind of my own tradition, whatever stupid thing comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I try to try to And for the record, for everyone listening, it is something different every single yes. show. Yeah. And the fact that you've done five hundred <laughs> I've never seen him do the same thing twice. So I, I always try to say something to you <laughs> as you're making an entrance and I'm off stage during Farmer Refuted, right? So I don't know, what did I say today? Something about have you seen my cat? Yeah, have you I'm seen looking my for cat? my cat. <laughs> you know, it's stupid. It's dumb. But but you, hey, you gotta live. I, I, and you're, you know, I don't get to mess around with anyone because I don't have any scene partners. Yeah. So and honestly, right. if there was, if there was one moment I could pick in the show where I needed a smile, that would <laughs> That's be it. Because okay, you know, we do the opening, we do my shot, we do right. Skylar Sisters, right. dripping sweat. You as are you see. literally like 
wiping off your brow. Yep. As I'm like yep. saying something really <laughs> stupid to you. And it makes me smile, and that's that's all I need to, to get through the rest Good. of the show. Well, I'm I'm glad you appreciate it. Um because I'm much. gonna keep doing it either way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, my Jesuit brother. Yes. <laughs> uh it's really nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. Thank you. Audition side job swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.